Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger, and today I'm going to be talking to those of you that have been victims of gaslighting um, and how to develop um, ways to manage anxiety and self-doubt. And that's what happens when you've been a victim of gaslighting. Now, I want to expand this a little bit out to, um, you know, gaslighting comes in, it's on a continuum. So some people have been extremely gaslighted. Uh, but, you know, I think all of us can say that on some level we've been gaslighted uh, uh, by by people that didn't own their own stuff. And they told us that we were overreacting or they were we were wrong for how we were feeling or how we were experiencing. So uh, a lot of these things I'll be talking about apply to people that were uh, just in relationships where they were invalidated. But it also um, applies to those that have been uh, victims of uh, much more severe gaslighting, where it's been a constant being in a in, in a toxic environment, and that's mainly who I've been talking to. I just want to say that it, it really can help people um, in, in the whole continuum of how much victimized they were. But I will be speaking to those of you that have been in relationships where it has been a constant um, gaslighting situation, meaning that constantly you have been. Uh, told that you're wrong for how you're experiencing it, you're insensitive, you're bad. Uh, there's a, a lot of projection that goes on. This this person could be quite manipulative, the gaslighter, and tells you you're manipulative. Uh, this person might be a very self-absorbed person, uh, even with children, and says you're a terrible parent. And a lot of times, gaslighters will create scenarios where you're so stressed because of the gaslighter that it might be truthful that you haven't been the greatest of parent because of uh, all the stress that you've been under. Uh, it could be that you're now in a divorce situation and you're not married and you have kids where I've seen this happen where the gaslighting parent is just making life so difficult for you that it's difficult to make enough money and to be a good parent because this person is so about making you wrong and making this making him or her look good um, at your expense. So if you've had those kinds of experiences of any kind, um, of course, you're going to absorb it. And on some level, there'll be anxiety. And you know, for many of you, you're still definitely in a real threat. And for some of you that are really not in the real threat anymore, you might have some post-traumatic stress so that it's still your body is still feeling like it's in a real threat. And that's, that's real. That's, that's valid too. So whether you're in a current real threat or you're not, but it still feels that way to you, it, it's all because of the gaslighting that you've been in, the environment you're in. You're not crazy. You're not, there's nothing wrong with you. So let's talk about what, are some self-care strategies to help you manage and overcome your anxiety and self-doubt. 
the anxiety in general, like I said, like I said, comes from a feeling of I'm in danger. And basically, when you're with a gaslighter, you kind of are in danger. Um, this person is not looking out for you. There's not someone that you can let your guard down. So you have to be protective. And it's stressful because you are trying to survive in this toxic relationship. So if you're still in it, then it's very important for you to find an exit strategy. I mean, one of the ways to manage anxiety and self-doubt is to um, come from the place inside of you that does know that you are valid. You might need to seek people out, a therapist like myself, uh, and just as importantly, maybe uh, friends and, and, and select family members that can validate you, that makes you know, you know, lets you know that I'm with you and what you're feeling is real, that you really are in a tough situation, a terrible situation with this gas lighter. Uh, so it's, it's important to get all the support you can and as well as to keep returning to the part of you that doesn't have doubt. Because there is a part of you, I believe this, that knows that you're in this situation and it's not you, it's the other person. There is that part of you that knows. And we don't want to minimize that. Sure, we need to uh, understand that we have these other parts that are self-doubting and anxious. But one of the strategies is to keep tuning in to the part of you that knows better. Now, if you're not in that threat threatening situation, but you're still feeling it because there's a lot of residue harm, then too, similarly, continue to tune into that part of you that knows. You know, remember times of clarity when you went, oh my God, I've been blaming me and it's him or her. Remember those times. Tap into it. Allow yourself to feel your your sureness about your okayness. Remember what that feels like. Be interested in what that's like. Be interested in that part of you. We're not suppressing the other parts of you, your fears and your doubts, but you're turning towards the part of you that knows that's wise. The part of you that intuitively knows. Spend some time with that part of you. And again, that's where other people that are supportive come around to help you kind of fan the flames of that part of you that knows. Because in a way, it's like a tug of war. The part of you that knows and the part of you that's been brainwashed. And you want to make sure there's a formidable presence on that other side to tug you away from the part of you that's doubting and has anxiety. A lot of times when people talk about you know, managing anxiety and self-doubt, it's about trying to uh, challenge and change the beliefs. And of course, we, you know, we'll talk about the body and breathing, but it's also tuning into the resource that is already there. It is there for most all of us, even if it's been covered up by layers of self-doubt. Find it, the part of you that doesn't doubt you, that knows you're, you're true. You know it. You know it. You feel it. Trusting that, trusting that, that sense.
that you have. So, talking about some other strategies besides tuning into the party that is wise, that is beyond that self-doubt that knows better, is to acknowledge the feelings that you have. I, I think that oftentimes we try to push away the doubt, and I think it's better to just kind of feel it. Let yourself feel it. Breathe through it. See, here's the thing. We're not trying to get away from that feeling. We're recognizing that it's a feeling and that you're bigger than that feeling. And as you breathe and allow yourself to experience the self-doubt and experience the anxiety, the threat, as you allow yourself to just have that experience and breathe through it, oftentimes it lets go. You may have heard the phrase, what, what you resist persists. And there's a lot of truth in that. When we resist it, it stays. When you allow yourself to feel it, paradoxically, it changes. They're just emotions. And if you think about the word emotion, it has motion in the word emotion. And it moves when you allow yourself to feel it. And I am bigger than my feeling, that self-doubt, that anxiety. So I allow myself to feel it, breathe through it. And hopefully, and I think it will soften so that it's even easier to access the part of that has intuition, that knows. There was a person I'm seeing right now who has been struggling with this gaslighting, being a victim of gaslighting, and it's been very challenging. She is definitely in, in, in an extreme of this, and I'm sure she'll be, she's re-watching this. Uh, she's been in an extreme in, in a situation like this. And it's very important for her to allow herself to feel the feelings, to feel the self-doubt, to breathe. And then to just realize that sometimes we just have to, as I said to her before, put our head down and go forward and say, I am taking care of me. I can't control the outcome. I can't control the wickedness of my soon-to-be ex-partner, but I can continue to support myself. And I'm not sure how this is going to work. Because A lot of times, gaslighters make it where there'll be consequences for you to take care of yourself. So you're in these catch-22s. And I highly recommend that you're smart about it the best you can. But make your first priority that you are honoring your wisdom and your intuition. And when you do that, your life through time has a way of working out. But if you keep on letting yourself be manipulated to avoid negative consequences at the expense of you not supporting your own intuition, your own wisdom, I think there are, that, that the, the negative consequences can continue. So one of the strategies is to choose self-support over trying to kind of manage the and regulate the emotions of the gaslighter and all the gaslighters' allies. Because gaslighters will accumulate allies. The heck with them. Follow yourself. Know that around those circles, you will not be applauded. 
realize that if there's not applause, it doesn't mean you're going the right, wrong way. It might mean, and it does mean that you, you're starting to stand up for yourself, which is, you know, it's, it's just uh, poison to the gaslighter who wants control. But you need to take your control back and stand up for you. I mean, the other care, uh, self-care strategies that I think are important that go for everybody, but specifically for people that are, have been victims of gaslighting, is take time to nourish yourself, meditate, um, ex- exercise. Make your self-care so important. It's important for you if you have children, it's important for your children. It's important for you to be effective at work if you're working. I'm going to give a shout out to an app called Insight Timer. It's a meditation app. And before I did this, I wanted to check to see, because I never did check. Um, I've done meditation to help people. I've taught meditation to people who are victims of gaslighting. But um, uh, Insight Timer uh, has plenty of uh, meditations as well as talks to help the victim of gaslighting. So Insight Timer is good. It's a free resource, and you can pay to get special classes. But what I saw was all free, as many of them are, most of them are. And so there's another resource for you, Insight Timer. Uh, Definitely expose yourself to all kinds of podcasts and videos to help build you up and help remind you that you are not crazy, that you are okay. I think that's what I wanted to say, and it's it's just important to to um, keep your head down and keep supporting yourself because you know when when you give yourself messages that I have my own back, that's that's a lot of relief. That's a lot of relief. Get your uh, army of supporters, but make sure that you know that you've got to go for it. And there are consequences. Temporary, usually temporary, but uh, consequences they are for taking care of yourself. People are not going to be happy with you that need you to be small and manipulatable. All right, this is Todd Krieger, wishing you the best, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to toddkrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.